spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Wednesday. Are you going to have to pay for the Super Bowl next year to watch it? There is, uh, there is word that the NFL believes that uh, it didn't make enough money this time around. 113 million people watching the Super Bowl. Can you say pay-per-view? Pay-per-view Super Bowl. Do you, now, we'll get into this in a second. Do you know the Phoenix Suns used to have pay-per-view? Pay-per-view Suns with Jerry Colangelo in the ni- late 90s? You could watch the Suns. I don't remember for how much money, but it was a pay-per-view. You, had to, you could watch them on pay-per-view. It was weird. Yeah, that's probably because, uh, like a lot of these things, like I know, like unless you have, I was talking the other day, but regional sports, like the reason baseball's so big and they have so much money is because the regional TV deal. So if you didn't have this group, Time Warner or Cox or whoever, right. you couldn't get it. So you had to do pay-per-view. Right. So uh, let's see. This guy is a uh, TV executive. He, he used to run ESPN. Do you know who John Skipper is? Yeah. Did okay. he run? Did he go start something with uh, one of the guys he used to meet? Who's that weird? The guy I can't stand on ESPN. Uh, wise man Steve Zinsmeister. He partnered up with Dan Levitard, there you go. There who you used go. to be at ESPN. They now run Meadowlark Media. Oh, see, but wise man always has the uh, the answer. All right. So here's this guy Skipper, and he's talking about what the Super Bowl and pay per view. It leads me to a slightly different discussion, which is if half the country is watching your game um, and they're watching it for free, how many of those people would pay a big sum of money to watch the game? I've got to tell you, I mean, if you want to watch Thursday night football, you got to have Amazon, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you want to watch, uh, if you want to watch the red zone, You've got to have the NFL Network. You pay, you know, I pay. I think I yeah. pay ten bucks a month. If for you it. want to watch, uh, if you want to watch all the games, you have to have the TV packets now on YouTube. The, okay. the ticket. Okay. If you now, but the good thing about YouTube this year is you'll be able to select. So let's say I don't want all the games, but I'm a Chicago Bear fan. I don't know who would be that. Probably, I don't know probably that new Nick guy out there. But let's say you're that. You you can now get just the Chicago Bear games. They're going to let you kind of a la carte it, which okay. would be good. All right. You got to have ESPN if you want Monday Night Football. Well, that's true, too. I forgot yeah, about that. You You're know. right. You're right. Uh, here's the thing. Totally un-American to make me pay for the Super Bowl. That is it. That is un-American as un-American gets. You might as well spit on the flag. I really? can't believe is that, it. Is that bad? No, it's that bad. I didn't know that. It is that spitting on the flag. These NFL executives. Uh, listen, I'm all for making money. I'm all for buying your product. I love the NFL. I love it. I'll buy your product all day long. I go to the games. I love it. Now, not the Cardinals games, but... You know, real football. Anyway, to make us pay for the Super Bowl, I just think, I think this is how it would work in my head. Okay, so you and I experienced the Super Bowl in Glendale differently this year. You were at home with a couple of your kids watching the game. Yes. Okay, I was at a party with about 30 Eagles fans because my my one buddy who's throwing the party, big-time Eagles fans. Okay. Obviously, most of his friends, Eagles fans. Okay, so if he's throwing the party, my friend Jason is throwing the party. And there are 30 people there. I would expect him to make us pay part of that bill. How much do you think the Super Bowl would cost? $300? That's that's a good... No, I don't think they charge that. See, I think they would because you know why? They're going to be like, they're Super Bowl parties. You're not going to charge each individual house. Why? Well, my house wasn't watching the game. 30 of us were watching the game at one place. Yeah. You've got to, you got to pay. It's going to be a big price. See, but it's going to, let's just say it's 300 bucks. If you do, three, you know, let's say that a regular Super Bowl party is 15 people. You do the math, which I'm not going to do. 
uh, and you pay a portion well, of that. Well, twenty to the, people. Then if you got twenty, 20 people, people there, that's going to be three hundred bucks. But okay. here, look here. Here's, that's what's going to be here. Yeah, I don't know. You could charge three hundred dollars because I would never pay three hundred bucks, and I'm not going to go to a party. So you've just lost. Me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, let's hear the rest of this. And we talked about and you've you've kind of floated this notion before of perhaps the Super Bowl being a pay per view event, uh, which I, I look at 113 million people. I look at the NFL largely being available on broadcast television, which you could theoretically buy a $29 piece of hardware and watch uh, at any time. Uh, but you seem to think that there could be a financial future where the NFL looks towards the Super Bowl and says, we could be making a lot more money off of this. Why wouldn't they? I mean, if you just assume that half of the people watched would still figure out a way to watch um, if it costs 200 $250 for a household... That's a, yeah, he says 250 200 250 See, well, what's not... Why do you just charge a billion dollars and one person buys it? Well, here's the thing, though. Well, what's not fair is you'd have to pay the 250 out yeah. of your pocket. Yeah. I would pay a very small price because yeah. I like going to the party. The but Super Bowl then, party. Now, are you going to charge businesses different? So are you... Because it used to be a day, and Steve uh, Weissman's pointing us. Do you remember, like, even now you can go watch the fights or UFC. And when I was a kid growing up... Like, we didn't have, so- like, I just finished watching soccer games all over the place. Mm. I never got that. We used to go watch the FA Cup at like six in the morning at this English uh, pub, but they would charge us 25 bucks and they give us a meal because they had to buy it off a satellite. Mm. And they, and the satellite was different. They, tra- they charged the people at the restaurant different than they would if you had a satellite at home. Wise man. This doesn't seem to take into account how much less you would charge for Super Bowl commercials. So let's say you charge $5 million for a 60-second spot in the Super Bowl. $7 million this year. Okay, $7 million. Let's say it's $7 million. Well, if they're anticipating the audience might be cut in half, optimistically, mm. then you're probably charging a lot less for that commercial as well, which means that every single ad you run during the Super Bowl, you're making less money. They're watching what's happening with regular television and going... We're not, nobody's going to be doing advertising the way it used to be. Nobody's going to be paying these prices for very long. We better figure out a way around it. And subscription, subscription, subscription is the way that people are looking at things. Maybe you buy, see, the way you would do it is you would buy the Sunday ticket or you'd buy something you do it like where instead of it being $200, it's $500 for the year. And that includes the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think it, I think that uh, people would be really furious with the NFL. You know but what? again, at the end of the day, do you like the NFL enough to pay that type of money to see the best game? I think the answer is, I, I think, think everybody would pay. $500 or $300 out of pocket would, like for most people, be like, no. But if it was 20 bucks a month... On top of something else, you might it might be a little bit more to so you're stomach. Bundle the Super Bowl with something else. Yeah, see that mm-hmm. and and see here's and this is the other thing too. And I and I just we forget when I was a kid growing up, boxing used to be on regular television. Yeah, I'd watch Muhammad Ali at the biggest fights in the world on regular television. Then it started to. I remember I think Hearns and Sugar Ray was the first big one that went pay per view. Well, I remember watching Tyson on HBO. Yeah. Because he got an HBO deal. Yeah, but... It, so but, if you didn't have HBO, you missed Mike yeah. Tyson. And so now, and people complained about it, but then everybody got used to it, right? UFC charges, what, 39 to 69 every couple of weeks, it yeah, seems. Right. So people will find a way if they want to, and I think they're trying to just, with the times, adjust the fact that people aren't doing the same. But, and Steve, you can speak this in your generation, because you're a bit of a millennial. 
the reality is, is millennials, they're not used to commercials. If I'm paying a subscription, I don't want commercials. I also don't think it's any coincidence that all these different mediums of entertainment are doing this right now. For instance, we talked about Super Bowl possible pay-per-view. Movie theaters charging more for the good seats. Right. Uh, Netflix cracking down on passwords. All these different places, just because it's the way it's always been doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. Yeah. They're trying to find new revenue streams for all these things that have been around. Yeah, well said, wise man. No, that's, that's true. That's true. Well, they they're, got to. They're they, nickel they, and dime us. You have to, well, you have to adapt. You know, you have to adapt. And if you don't adapt, you'll die. All right. Super Bowl. Pay-per-view next year? We'll go to Becky Lynn's house. Let her pay it. I don't think that's good. Right. And the food. You pirate? That's good. But Pablo just gets, don't worry, I got a pirate guy. So pirate. Oh, that a boy, Pablo. Our piratey. Coming up next, do you, do you guys remember the Arizona woman who got priced out of that Motel 6 during the Super Bowl? Yeah. And she said, oh my gosh, I may have to live on the street because she was paying uh, every night for a room. And they kicked her out because she couldn't pay like the five or 600 bucks. Well, it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to her. We're going to tell that story next. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, right side of the page, KTAR.com. Here we go. The Arizona Cardinals hired uh, Philadelphia Eagles coordinator Jonathan Gannon as their uh, new head coach. Do you like the move? A, yes. B, no. Uh, wow, 100% say no. I tease, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> How would you know if you like the move? 57% say no. Because uh, it's not exciting. But, but does exciting win games? No. Okay. No. He might be uh, the next great head coach, for all we know. Yeah. Or he'll be out in two years. It's a possibility. And uh, i got to tell you, there wasn't really anyone for them to hire. <laughs> Everyone else got a job. Yeah. Or said no. So you can always go take the uh, Gatos uh, Big Q at uh, KTAR.com. All right. So we were talking about this last week. One of the crazy things about the Super Bowl was uh, it being here actually pushed people onto the street. What does that mean? Well, there was a woman and she was at the Motel 6 and that was her home. She didn't have a home. And that was she had a room there. And I don't remember what it was. You guys remember it was a couple hundred bucks or something well, it was, like that? Well, it was $200 a night, right? Okay, no, yeah. it was $100 a night because it cost her about $3,000 a month. Okay, good. 100 bucks a night. That was her home. She was saving up to get a new, to, 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 to get a uh, down payment for an apartment. Okay. So Motel 6 said, well, the Super Bowl's here. And guess what? We can make a lot more money. Uh, do you have three or $400 a night? And she said, no. Uh, so she goes, I might have to go and, and actually live on the street until the Super Bowl leaves. Uh, it looks like the Super Bowl being in town was the best thing that ever happened to her. Priced out of her motel during the Super Bowl. But now one Valley woman has a new place to live. And that's all thanks to the generosity of our community. Yeah. All right. So we always talk about how awful people are. You know, those are the loudest people. Those are the noisiest people. When it really comes down to it, most people are are good. Decent. They're decent and We talked beings. earlier about the, the guy that, that, that carjacks somebody. 99 times out of 100, if not more than that, it's never going to happen. Yeah. But that's the stuff because the screaming, the anger, that gets all the attention. So someone heard about this story. Yes. That she was saving up to get in an apartment, couldn't put the down payment on. Somebody figured out how to put the down payment on it, and they're calling her Sue. She's in a new apartment. 
That's awesome. Isn't that great? On a dreary Tuesday afternoon, Sue found her own rainbow. Almost immediately, she... A little cheesy, don't you? That's cheesy, right? That was cheesy, Becky Lynn. You wouldn't write something like that in your newscast, would you? I thought it was sweet. Okay. On a dreary Tuesday afternoon, Sue found her own rainbow. Almost immediately, she's brought to tears inside her new apartment in Chandler. She walks from the front to the back. That's great. I'm very, very, very happy. I'm so appreciative. I have a home. Yep, new home, security deposit down. Now she has a home, thanks to another viewer working with Sundial Real Estate to pay Sue's security deposit and first month's rent for a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, so she, I think for four days, uh, was not at that motel. I wanted to speak for me and my neighbors and everybody that was going to be, that was struggling when we found out the prices were going to be up and a lot of us looked at each other not knowing what we were going to do. She was four days from being forced onto the streets until an ABC 15 viewer paid the increased rates to keep her in a local Motel 6 for another week. Okay, so I didn't know that that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody who saw this on ABC 15 uh, decided I'm going to keep her in that hotel and now someone else has paid for uh, her security deposit. Listen, there's so many bad stories out there. This is a great story. This is an Arizona story. People are good. People want to help. When, when, when we see a story like this, when you see a story like this, our newsroom gets flooded with how can we help. ABC 15, their newsroom got flooded with how we can help. Well, they and better I, figure out how to write some stuff better because you're going to keep writing stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. I'm going to make no. sure nobody helps anybody. <laughs> Where was it again? On a dreary Tuesday <laughs> afternoon, Sue found her own rainbow. Somewhere. She found a pot of gold. Come on. Over the rainbow. <sighs> Man, you got to hope that bluebirds. Is it bluebirds sing? I don't even know what it is. Bluebird, yeah, bluebirds fly. Whatever. I think. I just, no, I listen. Why can't I? Uh, yeah, bluebirds fly. I like these kind of stories because you know what? No one ever talks about the good stories. They always, people always talk about the bad story. What's the worst story we can find out there and talk about it? That's not the show we want to do, Chad. It's really not. I, li- I would rather do these stories all day. Then they tried that in San Diego. They tried to have a regular like newscast locally of just happy stories, and it crashed. <laughs> oh, we don't have to do, we, we had don't. a newspaper that did that one time years really? ago. Nothing but good stories, and it was breaked through through the coals. It that's was why, awful. That's why we only gave this Everybody. one four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming up next, we're going to hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn has the headlines. All bad stories next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic, now. It's 3.30, and you know what that means. It's time for us, Gatos and Chad, to hold up Becky Lynn's headlines. Here we go. Even government officials aren't immune to the TikTok craze. That might not last for long. KTAR's Colton Krolak joins us live to tell us more. Well, Becky, TikTok's bad for everybody, so we're not going to do no, that. No, okay. We, we've been having we've been having technical difficulties with Colton all afternoon. Do you want us to do the story? No, because you're going to make it up. We'll let Colton do the story in a moment while Pablo figures out what the connection all problem right. is. We're going to move on to story number two. 
It's back to the drawing board for Governor Katie Hobbs, who still needs to find a new director to lead the State Department of Health Services. And Taylor Tassler is live in the News Center with the details. Yeah, Becky Hobbs withdrew her nomination for the former Pima County Health Director Department Director Dr. Teresa Colon at her request. This comes after a Republican-led committee grilled Colon on her decisions regarding the COVID-19 pandemic and told the Senate to not approve her appointment. What we saw was not a job interview. It was a legislative body that is not interested in governing, executing a personal vendetta against this woman because they don't like decisions that she made. Hobbs says she is concerned this will affect other potential candidates. Reporting live in the News Center, Taylor Tassler, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Yeah, uh, that's what you're supposed to do when you have these things. When you're going to have somebody and you're going to approve them, you're going to get grilled. They didn't like the way that she handled a lot of this stuff in Pima County. Uh, definitely was a lot more. Some of the stuff that was out there, even when the science changed or whatever, there was still a lot of things that they felt uncomfortable with. Some of it probably uh, craziness, of course, but is some of it absolutely turned out to be true. Yeah, and I think they have every right. That I should hope you grill them. It shouldn't be a, hey, congratulations. Congratulations, you're in. The doctor's name was Dr. Colin. <laughs> I do. Is that right? Right? Is that, is that did I hear that right? Yes. I knew a I guy, think so, yeah. I knew a guy named Bill Uterus. It's absolutely you true. You did not. I did, yes, absolutely. We're holding up the headlines. Okay, we're going to go back to the TikTok story with Colton now. Ready? Listen up. Take no TikTok on Arizona Government Devices Act is a cybersecurity plan to outlaw the app on phones used for state business or public service. State Representative Matt Grez, who announced the bill yesterday, explains why it's important. It's an application owned and operated by the Chinese Communist Party with the capabilities of gathering crucial details about personal and private internet activity. He says personal data the state houses needs to be secure, and this measure will help do so. Colton Krolak, KTAR News. I got no problems with it. I think it's good. I think TikTok on phones, it could be traced, uh, it could be in any way, shape, or form. They, they're going to get all your information, and looking back, you're, you're any kind of public service that you're doing, let's keep China as far away as possible. They're already shooting balloons over us, mm. and we're filming us. How about we just make it a little tougher on them? Yeah, but doesn't everybody here in America, whether you're a company or the government, or they're, they're listening to us, too. Yeah, They've which is that. also not a good thing. No, it's not a good I thing. I think some of those balloons we shot down were probably ours listening to us. We're holding up the headlines. When he got onto a system after the car was pushed out of the road, the subject pulled a gun on him. That's scanner audio from Broadcastify about an armed carjacking this morning on the Loop 101 at Thomas Road. Bart Graves with DPS says an APS worker in his work truck pulled over to help a man whose car had broken down. And that's when the suspect pulled a gun and stole the APS truck. After driving a bit... Uh, ...leaves the truck on foot and walks about a half mile into a neighborhood where he hops a a six-foot wall, somehow gets into a home where a family of four is living. Luckily, no one was hurt. The 24-year-old suspect left that house, and then DPS says he hopped several other home fences, and SWAT team arrested him in a backyard without any incident. So you have the guy with the gun waiting there waiting for someone to do the right thing, the nice thing, and pull over and help. And as soon as that happened, this guy knew exactly what he was doing. It was all planned out. I'm going to take your car. Why do you want to take a car and then drive it for a little bit and then hop over people's fences? I find that to be odd as well. Yeah, uh, what's the end point of carjacking someone? 
you would sell the car or for parts or what have you. Or you're trying to get away, but not get away to a place where you're going to hop through people's backyards. I don't know what the end game for that guy was. I'm thinking the guy didn't know what the end game was. You know what? I'm going to go with Becky on this one. He's probably thinking, I did not think this (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're holding up the headlines. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You know, it kind of did yesterday, if you think about it, and especially up north. But actually, it's almost spring. In Mesa, though, it's starting to feel a lot like Christmas. Mesa Mayor John Giles tells Arizona's Morning News his city calls spring training Christmas in March for two reasons. First, our, our sales tax, right. it, it literally spikes, you know, to, to, to Christmas time levels. And the second is because of how the games bring families together. He adds after labor disputes last year and the pandemic before that, this could be the biggest season in recent memory. Oh, man, isn't it nice? The weather changed, all that stuff. We got a little bit of rain, a little bit of snow. People excited. Eh, come on, for God's sakes. Did it sleet at your house last night? It did. It did out there where you are? Tell you what, uh, for all the the hail and everything, the wind going home last night almost knocked me off the road on several occasions. And I'm super glad that they've closed down that that stuff in Tucson. uh, Oh, that's right. That stuff's probably blowing towards my house. It was nasty out there. The chemical spill that was yellow and red and it was going into the air. Nitric acid. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. We are holding up the headlines. The house won big in 2022. Americans may have been feeling lucky last year, but it was the casinos that came out on top. The American Gaming Association says commercial casinos in the U.S. won over $60 billion last year from gamblers. That's up almost 14% from the year before. The trade group's vice president said the impact was almost the equivalent of adding another Las Vegas strip. And this number does not include tribal casinos, which report their numbers separately. The top two gambling markets in the country last year were Las Vegas and Atlantic City. Brian Clark, ABC News. I don't gamble. I don't. Uh, I don't like to lose money. I don't go to a casino to gamble. I'll go to you know Vegas to do everything else. But I just don't give them my money. I don't find it fun. I know a lot of people go and say, okay, I'm going to spend this. If I lose this, I lose this. Uh, a lot of times you lose a lot more, and I'm just not into. It. I'm not good at it. Uh, I don't think I can win. I got no confidence in it, so I just don't do it. I, I end up, I'll go to a show. I feel like gambling's like cilantro. Mm. You either love it or you hate it. What do you yeah, think, Jeff? Yeah, you know cilantro? what? Cilantro? Uh, no, I don't really think about any of it. You know, gambling, it could be, it, here's the thing with gambling. <laughs> you do gamble in some ways because you play fantasy football, and it sucks you in. Uh, gambling can be nasty, though, and you could lose money in ways you can't believe, uh, and people are too emotional. If you're not emotional, you're probably okay with gambling. If you're very emotional, stay away from it. All right, every day at 3.30, uh, we interrupt uh, Becky Lynn, and we hold up the headlines. And it's brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realties, higherprice.com. Up next, the purge is coming to Arizona if certain lawmakers have their way. We'll talk about it next. This is the Gatos and Chat Show. We got a podcast, Gatos and Chat Show podcast. If you miss any of the action, shame on you, but you can make it up to us by downloading the old app there and, and grabbing it on your iPhone, your Android. Never miss any of the podcast or any of the show. Brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.com. In about 15 minutes, we have an outrageous update. Outrageous. On the Chinese balloon UFO. China. What did we shoot out of the sky story? You wait until you hear it. It's un. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, so that's coming up. All right, Chad, the purge is coming to Arizona if certain lawmakers have their way. Uh, it seems that uh, every Arizona voter would be purged every decade. Every Arizona would be purged from, you know, the rolls once a decade. Okay. You have to re-register under a proposal by Republicans in the state Senate. Now, let me just say this. I've you've heard me say this before. I don't think these people are Republicans. I think that that I don't think that they are. I think they're I call them IQ, IQ anons, right? Low IQ anons. Uh, I don't think they have anything to do with the Republican Party. I think they have an R by their name, but I don't think they're Republicans. These are the folks who are trying to push something like, oh, I don't know, let's let's do hand counts. Eh, stupid yeah, that's idea. Not working well, guys. Let's do mail in. No more mail in ballots. Eh, that's a stupid idea. Hey, what conspiracy theory do you have this week? Bamboo ballots. What is it? Uh, so I don't I don't want to besmirch Republicans by saying that these guys doing it are Republicans. These are the low IQ and on representatives that we have. This is the dumbest thing in the world. So every just, 10 years, yeah. so if I, let's say I registered today, yes. 2033, they I would have to go re-register yeah. to prove that I'm in the state. And how would you even know? Well, like, they've they got to send you out something. How do you know? I'm not going to say that they're going to send you something. Well, they have to send I you out something. I don't know about that. that. You have to do why are, that. Why are these people so scared to let other people vote? I don't get it. Well, but I they're purging it. everybody. It's not like they're pur- That's the other thing. It's not like they're purging just, uh, you know, oh, you don't like black people. You're purging everybody. Yeah, but I don't want anybody purged. Well, uh, you, we should go through the voter rolls to find out who is on some of these things. You can do I, it without purging. So, you know, like I told you, my mom got my, this past year, my mom gets a ballot for me in California. It's like the third time. I've been here for almost six years. Yeah. Third time she's got some for me. I don't live there anymore. Yeah. My uncle got my grandfather. He's been dead for three years. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We need to but if someone, clean these rolls up. If someone were to fill those ballots out, it's most likely they're going to be flagged. Very rarely are they flagged. I, I mean, I've read stories of of do you, do you but of a lot of them getting flagged. Yeah. But a lot is it really a lot of them? Because I have a feeling a lot more get probably through than I think people really want to realize. It's like all the money that was stolen from the COVID stuff. Oh, are you going to catch everybody? So probably it, so not. Everybody that wants to vote is going to have to start from scratch in ten years. How hard is the register? Not that hard. Do you really want to re-register? Do you even know when ten years comes up? You might even you might go to the polls and be like, "I'm ready to get ready well, to vote." They should send you out something, and they say, "You know what? You're not registered." And you're like, "What? Well, you didn't do this ten years ago." Wait, wait hold on a second. What's the point? Why can't of we it? just roll through every couple of years and find out who's on there and who's not on there? Who's dead? Who's not dead? Who moved and is living in Texas or Illinois or somewhere? Right, but that why they don't deserve something? Why am I getting punished? Why Why do I have to jump through all the hoops now to go and vote again? Why do I have to do that? Why well, I don't know why job? they just don't like go through and, and let them do it. And, go ahead. Yeah, just leave knock my, it out. Leave my voter registration alone. Go ahead. Knock it out. Somebody's dead. Take them off. That's fine with me. That's yeah. fine with me. But somebody will complain about that. That's Oh, see, now you're making it tough for everybody. They are making it tough for everybody. Well, here's the thing. Here is you're making it tough for everyone as opposed to if you're trying to clean the rolls up, which is what they should say. I was purging the rolls. No, if I'm trying to clean the rolls up and find out who's here and who's not here, uh, I don't need to. Isn't there a better way to do that? You would think in the day of technology there's there's a better better way way to do that. Yeah, I think there's a better way to do that. You know, I think if we were to talk to Stephen Richer, he would tell us that there already is a place. There already is something in place to deal with. Oh, that person's dead. Oh, put it this way. Do you remember the, the certain low IQ anons, right? Running for office. Yeah. 
And uh, and what they're saying is, oh, well, all these dead people voted, and that's that's why I lost the election. <laughs> what was it? Seven? Was it three? Something like that? Two? Well, that's, yeah. Well, that, right? well if you only I mean, lost by two, that'd be fine. But well, you, nobody you lost by, by two. lots. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. So the Arizona Mirror reported on this story, and I'll read you my favorite paragraph. Oh, good. Other Republicans are on this committee besides the ones who proposed it, right? There are some others like Senators John Kavanaugh, uh, Ken Bennett, who helped out the cyber ninjas. Ben Kennett. And even T.J. Shope, who said that he didn't view this legislation as, quote-unquote, legitimate. They all voted for it anyway. Yeah, because you have to. Because they're a bunch of everybody's terrified. It's uh, it's but, this world that we live in. I was I was reading a thing today where Nikki Haley's got to figure out how to tell everybody Trump's crazy and at the same time ask for your vote. So that's the world we live in. How do I get you to vote for me? Or how Mike Pence, the people that wanted to kill you, how do you get them to vote for you? <laughs> like well, that's why does Nikki Haley have to tell me Trump is crazy? Why doesn't she just say, listen, he's not fit for office, just like the guy who's sitting there today? And you know what? She did say that. Yes, but in, in a way, she it, did. You've say got to that. do it in such a way where you don't offend, yeah. right? Because you still need the vote. But when you call them crazy, you're offending. So I don't yeah. think she has to say, "Hey, Trump is crazy." But you've got to kind of make it seem like he's out of touch. He's oh. not what you want. He's not what the Republican. And at the same time, not besmirch his his Yahwehness to oh, all those gosh. people. <laughs> did you hear that Trump wants to bring back public hangings? I don't know if that's true. Okay, I've no. I've heard so much crap about. Did you hear about Trump? Did you hear about? Did you hear and I'm like, you know what? I stopped believing. Did you hear Biden's 80? Oh, that, that I did. Hear. There you go. I don't even know if we can verify that. Almost as old as Diane Feinstein. We need to get rid of those two guys. Yeah. Start fresh. You know what they're all saying now? We need new blood. That's up, the new thing. Coming up next, it is the update about the Chinese balloon that you must hear. Stick around.